Hey guys, you're listening to The Enough Podcast. I'm Jennifer, a wife, mama of four, an author. I love having one-on-one conversations with women, talking about our identity in Christ. But most of all, I am completely in love with Jesus. And I'm Courtney, a wife, a mom, and a West Texas woman with a passionate love for Jesus. We declare we've had enough and discuss how we are enough. Hey there, guys. Welcome back to the Enough Podcast. And today we are bringing you an update from our last podcast. We did kind of drop a bombshell. And full disclosure, we do record these a couple weeks out. So since that time, Jen has some more news and I have some more news. So Jen, what kind of news you got for us? Well, from our last podcast, we had talked about how um, I had three biopsies done and was currently um, waiting for results on that back. Um, and I have since found out that I do have cancer. Um, I am at stage one or two, um, and we are talking treatments. My my next step is going to be an MRI. Um, and as of right now, it looks like I will not have to do chemo, which is huge for me because um, that was my one selfish prayer. <laughs> I was like, Lord, praise God. <laughs> I worked a long time to get my hair looking healthy. And I was like, I actually feel like I love my hair. Please don't let me lose my hair. (laughs) I mean, I'm okay with it. Like if that's what God wants me to walk through, I've already given that up to him and said, that's okay. But you know, as of right now, I do not need chemo. So I'm praising the Lord in that. (laughs) It's okay to pray those prayers. It's okay to pray those prayers. I love it. And I thought, how funny would that be if it grew back straight after I finally learned oh, how to work with curly hair? <laughs> which I have heard that that happens. Oh, my lands. <laughs> or all gray, one or the other. <laughs> Ooh. Gray hair's beautiful, though. Like, I, I secretly want gray hair. Well, not so secretly. Like, I am down for when my hair goes gray. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. I am getting some gray hairs. I do have some, like a handful of them. But anyway, so, yeah, sparkle. so anyway I'm currently waiting to see what kind of surgery I will need um and yeah so it's been kind of hard to stomach some of it I am definitely praising the Lord for no chemo yet um but it's definitely been it's been a hard thing to stomach lately um just thinking through surgery and how squeamish of a person I am it's it's scary but um again and I have definitely had my down days of just feeling yuck and not knowing how to feel. Um, I have had a super amazing amount of people that have been praying and that have supported me. And I feel very, very blessed. And to be honest with you, I don't even know what to do with it because I don't do well when people are giving to me. (laughs) I love to be giving back. And I feel like in this phase, I can't give back right now. Um, So that's been hard (laughs) for me. So, so another unexpected lesson you're learning is how to receive. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's true. Weird. <laughs> that's an odd <laughs> side effect. <laughs> oh man. How are you doing? You said you have up days and down days, but honestly, since when you first found out till now, you have so much more peace. What happened from point A to point B? 
or was it one thing or was it a million little things that has brought you like you are so much more at peace with all of this? I don't know. I guess, I mean, I kind of said this in our last podcast. I really feel thankful to be going through this. Um, I feel like it's going to help me understand so many more women. And since um, telling others that I've had this, I've heard of so many women that are going through this. And it's kind of astounding to realize how many women have had breast cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, And it lets me know that, you know, I can feel, I understand all the fears. I understand the process of all of it now. Um, I mean, learning it, I'm obviously not even very far into it. Right, right. And it is a whole big, long process. (laughs) Right, exactly. So, um, but I, I don't know. I, I do feel like, I knew I had cancer. Like, I mean, I, I know in our last podcast, we were talking about how, you know, this could come back as nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know and that that's was the always prayer. the hope. Yeah. Right. I know that was the prayer of so many people, but it was interesting because I got, we had a, um, a message on Sunday that my husband had pulled up. And at the end of that message, I knew I had cancer. It was a message that was talking about serving God and finding joy in the middle of hardships. And I just felt God telling me in the middle of that message that I knew I had cancer and it was almost like everything felt very heavy to me. Um, I got scared and the, you know, pain from the biopsy in my chest just seemed to escalate all of a sudden. And it was all those feelings and the scariness of what I was about to walk through. It kind of hit me and, you know, my mom and my husband, they, we're just like, well, I'm, you know, hoping that I was not right in that, but very nice right. is when I got the call that I do have cancer and I was not shocked. It was very, yeah. um, it's like, okay, here we go. You, you know, know I, I remember you're telling me about this and I remember thinking how sweet that you heard it first from your creator instead of a doctor. Like, yeah, yeah. like he, he just let you know and he you did. knew and, and, like I, I, I do better when I get news from someone I love dearly. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. And I do feel like he has been so kind in the way things have happened. Um, I don't know, just the different processes of everything, the doctors that I've had, um, just the circle of my family that's home with me right now. I really feel like it's just a big hug from God. Oh, you know, um, Something I am, like every so often, a bun- like a thing will pop up in front of me over and over and over, and it feels like something that God is trying to tell me. And lately, what has been popping up over and over and over has been lament, the word lament. And I'm like, okay, I know what lament means. It means to be angry and upset and, and to like grieve and rage. But it's actually like holy and it's okay. And it's not sinful. It feels sinful because it is at this, at one moment being discontent, but also perfectly allowed to be that way. Like, (laughs) oh my goodness, I'm not wording this very well, but like, I always felt like we weren't supposed to lament because if we were lamenting, it meant that we weren't having faith that God was good. (laughs) But you see David in the Psalms, like, display this beautifully. I I just went over one today where he's saying, 
God, why have you forsaken me? Where are you? Do you not see what is happening here? As if God doesn't see. And he's like, God, this is awful. And then at the very end, he goes, but you are good. Yeah. And you, your will be done. Like, yeah, that I feel it's like okay is something grave. you, yeah. you are okay. doing so well, Jen. Oh my gosh. Like you are modeling how to lament a situation that sucks. It's okay to grieve. And I have definitely had my moments where I have just wept and my husband has wept with me. Um, trust me, it's hard to see my husband weep. <laughs> right. But it's but so it's, good. That's it's something scary. I cannot do very well. Like, but, you know, realizing that it is okay. It's okay to be sad. I still haven't gotten to the point where I've thought, why me? I'm still very much thankful for this journey, but I am, I am dreading. I'm absolutely dreading the surgery part of it and the healing and all of that. Yeah. But at the same time, I have seen God working. Um, and I'm so thankful for that. And I just keep begging God. I'm like, Lord, <laughs> I, you know me, and I'm going to have to sing your fingerprints over and over and over again to keep going through this. Cause that's the only thing that's going to keep me and focused he on loves him. you. And he is going to keep giving those to you. I know he's going to keep giving you those because mm-hmm. he loves you and he knows you. And he's already done that so much, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that's enough about me. So Courtney, do you want to share with us what you've been walking through? Mine. <laughs> okay. A little bit of, backstory. Um, Jen first went to the doctor because I was pestering her. <laughs> um, she <laughs> like a good friend having, does. Oh my goodness. She did not need another person pestering her, but she was having some ear infection or like not ear infections, but like her ears were hurting. And I was like, you need to go get that checked out. I don't want you getting real sick because you're just trying to muscle through and power through. And that's when all of this process started. Um, well, I have been not feeling normal for months and I don't know, like, it's really hard to describe. And it just sounds like I'm worn out when you type in my symptoms to WebMD, they're like, you're tired, get some sleep. Um, or you're dying, you know, either to either of the two. Oh, Google. But I, uh, I kept feeling like I was supposed to figure out what was going on because I would run a fever for weeks. I had a lot of joint pain and I'm exhausted, but I'm not sick enough to like really be knocked. Anyway, um, I was having weird symptoms, but they could have been dismissed as I was just pushing myself too hard. I enjoy running. I have a real hard time sitting still and resting. I like to go, go, go. And the fever wasn't super high, but it was just like annoying kind of, um, not, not super high, but, but high enough that I'm like, Oh, I have a fever and I feel like crap, but I don't feel so crappy. Like I I know it's not a virus or (laughs) a virus. (laughs) This was long before COVID started, you know, rampaging our lives. Um, Anyway, I just kind of kept ignoring it. It would come and go. I would feel horrible for a few weeks and then I'd feel fine for a little while and then it would come back. 
Um, finally, I went to a doctor, my family doctor. They ran every test in the book, and I came back with markers for rheumatoid arthritis, which is an autoimmune disease. It is different than uh, regular arthritis, regular arthritis being osteoarthritis, just from mechanical wear and tear on the joints, which is what I thought I had because I've lived a very active life. I have ridden horses and lifted hay bales and run half marathons. Like I'm like, it's okay if my hips hurt because (laughs) I've been hard on my body. (laughs) Um, but the, the RA is different. It is where your body actually attacks your joints. It's your immune system attacking your joints. Um, and I came back positive for that. I understand that we're all given our own hardships. Um, and, and this is, I'm, I'm just, if it weren't for Jen, Jen is, was, was the one pestering me. Like everyone in my immediate circle, like that lives near me as we shelter in place was like, you need to go figure this out. You are not yourself. This is not the Courtney we know. The Courtney we know is not always exhausted and running a fever and hurting all over. Like, go get this figured out. And Jen, and I was ignoring everyone in my immediate circle. <laughs> and Jen was like, Courtney, you made me go. <laughs> Throw back like, at you. <laughs> I was like, dang it. If if I made her go and that was her diagnosis, then I, I have no excuse not to go. And I was fully expecting for the, the specialist to look at my labs and laugh and say, haha, you don't have it. You know, you're just fine. You're just tired. Go home and take a nap. Um, and, and he didn't, he confirmed the diagnosis and yay. <laughs> now I get to proceed with figuring this out. <laughs> and I will say this, that it, it has felt weird. It's felt like I have been walking through molasses. Like, you know, those dreams that you have where you're trying to run away from the bad oh, guy. I hate those dreams. You try and run, right? Like the harder you try and run, the slower you go. That has been kind of what this has felt like in my waking hours. It's like the harder I try and go, the more I get slowed down. I'm not a napper. Like mm-hmm. I I've always admired people who are able to nap. Um, but that has in my 31 years of existence, I have not been able to be a good napper. Just ask my poor mother <laughs> from when I was a kid. But lately I have been so knocked down that I have been napping and it, it's exhausting to hurt constantly and to have your joints hurt and to not know why. And to, it's, it's, it's been, while I'm not excited to have been diagnosed with RA with rheumatoid arthritis, I am grateful that there's maybe an explanation for (laughs) this weird thing that I've been feeling lately. So Yeah. It is nice to be able to know that you at least know what you're suffering from. You know, it's not just, why do I feel so tired? Why is this happening? But now you actually Mm -hmm. have a reason for that. Mm -hmm. Um, This verse has struck me and I shared this with you yesterday, Courtney, Um, Exodus 14, 14. And I don't know, my husband 
it was really sweet because um, it was the day I think that I found out that I was going to have to go in and get biopsies. And um, there was a bunch of meetings for Tim's work that had been scheduled. And Tim had messaged his boss and said, hey, this just came up. And a few minutes later, there was um, meeting canceled, meeting canceled, meeting canceled, meeting canceled. And he said he really felt like they were fighting for him so that he could be there for me. Um, And this verse has kind of just been at the crux of all of this. Um, Exodus 14, 14, the Lord will fight for you. You need only be still. And I feel like this is kind of yours in my theme right now, Courtney, is like, we just have to be still. Like, we can't do anything right now about rheumatoid arthritis and cancer. Mm -hmm. Like, but the Lord is going to fight for us. God has given us a voice. He's given us a mission. And I feel like, I just feel like God is going to use this somehow. I mean, I pray God uses this somehow in both of Of our lives. Of course he is. That verse is so perfect because when we sit and be still, God is more glorified because it's very we can't obvious do anything it about it. Not us. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, Jen, thank you. I need to tape. I, I know you texted me that verse, but I'm going to like tape it, write it on my mirror and lipstick so that I see it all the time. Like it's going <laughs> to be in my face. Cause that is something that has been hard for me to do. It's been hard during this time when we've been sheltering in place and at home to, to sit and be still and let God do this fight. Cause I'm, Mm -hmm. I want to do it myself. (laughs) (laughs) This other verse, and it was really neat. Our pastor had prayed with us over the phone. Um, after I found out I had cancer and he brought up this verse and I love this verse. I've known a song that like has all these same words. And when he said it, like I started bawling my eyes out because I'd kind of forgotten about this verse over the years, you know, like I was, I've had other verses that I've been clinging to and I'd forgotten about this one, but Isaiah 43, one through two says, fear not for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shall not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. That one has just been so special to me just because it's like no matter what seems like it's about to overtake you, whether it's cancer or whether it's rheumatoid arthritis or whether it's this pandemic, he's still going to be with us. He's got us. Like he, I don't know. There's another song that just, it's, ah, it gets to me every single time. It's called walking through fire. Um, And like Mm. one of the phrases in it, it says, and he's the fourth man that's always there beside you when you're walking through fire. And it yeah. just reminded, reminded me of that, you know, it's like the story of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. Oh, yeah. Where there was the fourth man in the fire, you know, mm-hmm. he was in there, the fire with them mm-hmm. in the middle of it. And then they came out and even their clothes did not smell of smoke. I mean, if there's something as fundamental as to human existence, it's, it's that fire burns you. Like, mm-hmm. don't touch the stove because it's hot. But literally, that verse is saying, no, fire won't burn you because your God is with you. Like, woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> so another thing that has been interesting to me during this season where I felt like super sluggish and like it's just hard to move. Um, I, I, this, this theme has been brought up that life used to be lived 
at three miles an hour. And it's only within the last, oh, hundred years or so that humans now can travel at 50 miles an hour and 70 miles an hour. And, oh, I don't remember how fast planes fly, but multiple hundreds of miles per hour. We used to, the fastest way we could move was to walk. And the average human walks at three to five miles an hour. And that's as fast as we were supposed to be able to go. And Jesus would go from city to city to city and he would do this big thing in a city. And then he would say, and then he traveled to here and then did this big thing. What wasn't recorded was the days and days in between the big things that he did that he spent walking because these cities were 30 miles apart mm-hmm. and it took time mm-hmm. to, to get from point A to point B. And I, I think in this modern age, we think that we've got to do the big thing, then the big thing, then the big thing, then the big mm-hmm. thing. And there's no rest in between. And that's not how we were designed or created. And I think that's why <laughs> a lot of people feel exhausted and worn out and burn out because we're not living slowed down like we're supposed to. Like it, meditation and pausing and uh, contemplative prayer are becoming very, very popular. The, I'm, I'm seeing those things gain popularity and I think the reason is, is because that's how we were created. We were created to pause. We weren't created to run a hundred miles an hour. So that, that has been something that has been really helpful to me. Just processing that information that while we are stuck (laughs) and things are moving slower because of the pandemic, like, instead of fighting that with everything that's within my being, which I want to do, I am working on leaning into the fact that trying to use this pause mm-hmm. for, for benefit rather than being so angry and frustrated. <laughs> well, it is frustrating. You know, you want the big things to happen all the time. You know, um, you want things to happen quickly. You know, you're expecting Amazon to ship in two days. Right. I mean, even that's not been the case lately. (laughs) Right. But that's, that's the quintessential example of how Americans want their things. We want them now. Exactly. So, you know, it is interesting that when you have to slow down, you see the beauty around you more. Um, You know, you find the, the joy in the little things like, I don't know, I guess even through, you know, those days that I feel scared, Um, and I don't know if I can walk through this journey. I sit down on my bed and my window faces the Blue Ridge Mountains. And I mean, we have gorgeous pine trees behind us and we just have this most beautiful view. And I don't know, this is going to sound so weird, but I love the smell of this place. Like with all the pine trees, like this place is incredible. So I can sit there, I open my window and I just take in the smell and I'm listening to all the birds and... I just be still for a little while and I just, I can almost feel like the birds are worshiping Jesus and I feel like I need to be worshiping Jesus too. Um, it's those moments when you do stop and you take those moments to rest that you feel his presence, you know, all the busyness, all those 
good thing. I mean, all those um, big things, they're all good. There's nothing wrong with them. But at the same time, we can miss out on that sweet presence of Jesus if we're running so fast. You know, we've been talking about this too, and this makes so much sense. When you give yourself that time to slow down, it gives you a chance to replace your discontentment with gratitude because you can't have discontent and gratitude pouring out of the same mouth at the same time. And, and I have to work at being grateful when I don't feel like it and, and slowing down allows me the time to be able to become grateful because that's not my default. My default is to be frustrated and angry and discontent and, and yeah. Oh, Jen, I love that. (laughs) To stop and see that it's, well, wait, it's springtime and there's flowers and birds and (laughs) nice smells and pretty nature and, ah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The most, my most favorite things about springtime, I guess, even specifically, it's just being able to get out and just walk and just enjoying um, all the beautiful stuff. I mean, we have so many pretty flowers that's around our place and we just planted a bunch more of them, you know, just my husband wanted to make me smile. So he planted a bunch more trees and flowers and stuff. So we've been, guys, they're having... beautiful. She sent me pictures. It is awesome. We need to share some of that on the enough pod Instagram page. I'll have to do that. But we have beautiful hydrangeas, which are my favorite flower and, you know, so many other things. And I, it's something so special about just actually stopping like we have these little roses, they're like kind of small and there's, but they smell so good. So when you actually are stopping and smelling the roses for a little bit, it's, I mean, and I know that sounds so cliche, right? <laughs> but it's so true when you just stop and enjoy nature and you, and in, you're it. It's God's creation. Yes. You're taking in him, you know, when yes. you're realizing that he is the creator of it all. And you're stopping and you're just enjoying what he's created and all the beauty that's around you. It brings such a sweet peace over you. Um, Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I guess I just want to encourage every single one of you to just stop today and just look up, look at the sky, whether it's cloudy, whether you have smog, wherever you live, um, or if you have beautiful blue skies, I want you just to stop and just look up and just say, Jesus, just fill me. Mm. Um, and I, I encourage you to find joy in every single thing. I know that sometimes it's hard to find the joy. Um, I know sometimes it feels like everything is swimming in around you, like that there's waters that are about to overtake you and that fire is about to consume you. But when no, no matter what you're facing in your life right now, I just want to encourage you just to look up and find joy, um, whether it's a bird or whether it's just a, somebody, a smile that somebody gave you, just look around and see what it is that you can find that you can be grateful for. Amen. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you want to get in touch with us, please feel free to email us at enoughpodladies at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram at enoughpod. And if you can, we'd appreciate it if you'd leave a rating and a review. It really does help us out. And yeah, just remember, 
When the going gets tough and you really feel like you're not enough, remember you are enough. <laughs>